Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Constitution is Our Rock. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight, we begin with a bit of news on President Donald J. Trump. We're going to get into that since they have just indicted him. And this lines up with everything else in insanity that is going on, including the, the stock market that's about ready to collapse and the dollar that is falling all over the world. So in initial comments, don't get hooked by the emotions that are being put before you. This thing is a scripted event, and it's done for a reason. We're going to get into all of that. Patriots, before we go further tonight, I really want to highlight Field of Greens. They're a new sponsor for the show. I mentioned them last week. They're a fantastic product. They are a whole food product, organic in, in supplement for the body. It's all designed to provide key benefits in terms of antioxidants. It boosts immunity. It's a completely organic product. That when you read the label, you're actually reading whole foods, unlike everything else in these supplements out there. It's going to help boost your metabolism and a healthy metabolism. And it's also a natural source for vitamins and minerals. This is a product that I am so pleased to have, one that is aligns perfectly with what we talk about all the time in terms of using whole foods for health. This product is built in, made in the United States. It's uh, manufactured here, and it is a completely organic and wonderful product. In fact, they're so confident with it that if you take this product, Field of Greens, and after you take your first batch, and if you go and see your doctor and the doctor doesn't say something like, keep on doing what you're doing, your health is great, they'll refund your money in full. So you can save 15% when you use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S. All you have to do is go to fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. The link is below the podcast. And if you sign up for a regular subscription, on a monthly subscription, you'll save an additional 10%. So that's a huge savings. And the subscription, by the way, is non-obligation. You can cancel or delay it at any time. I've been taking these products for a while. They're fantastic. They really do boost your overall energy and body health. Highly recommend them. There is, um, they, they have three different flavors that you can have. And I'm just, like I said, it's one scoop a day, mix it in water, shake it up, and away you go. So it's a fantastic product for boosting the overall body health and immunity and, and your overall strength in what you need. So... I highly recommend it. Check it out, fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. Save 15% with your BARDS code, and that's B-A-R-D-S in case you didn't know that one. And you'll get an additional 10% if you sign up for the monthly. So check it out. I think you'll be pretty happy you did. All right, patriots, where are we going to start tonight? Let's see. Why don't we begin with this little bit of breaking news Breaking news. Here we go. We have breaking news right now. Former President Trump officially indicted, according to sources to The New York Times. He is now the first former president to be indicted 
on criminal charges in American history. This is obviously in relation to this so-called hush money payment to the adult film actress Stephanie Clifford, known as Stormy Daniels. This all predates that uh, 2016 campaign. Uh, the Manhattan jury voted to indict Trump. We know that now. Uh, obviously, a lot still unknown as far as how this would all go down. All go down. Uh, the relationship that would occur and how this, uh, what, what will happen next. Uh, there's obviously a lot that's going to have to be worked out now. Uh, there had been a lot of speculation what this would, what this would mean because the grand jury had been told it would be out for 30 days. Trump had said in, in the last little while that he was excited that the grand jury uh, had had not acted. Bring you a few meant that he had had a lot of. Uh, 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 faith in the grand jury process and in this particular grand jury. Yeah, whatever. This has been going on for some time. And this has got a lot of, of the patriots all up in arms, naturally. And then you've got the Q folks that are like wanting to pull up chairs and whip out the popcorn. Whatever. This is... In alignment with what the Q folks have been saying, the first indictment will will shock the world will or will provoke a mass awakening. Yes, it's already doing that with the indictment of Trump. It's causing the liberals to get excited more so than slather than they normally do. It'll fuel the insanity of Transvenge Weekend, which has already started in Nashville. So you're, you're just going to see a, ne a new level of absolute public insanity as we move here. And... My general caution is going to be, as I keep saying, don't stand in the middle of this pendulum because this there's a lot more going on here than President Trump, and none of this is unrelated. So let's just take a listen to this quick piece here on this because this kind of gives you a MAGA perspective very briefly on where we are with Trump's indictment. Take a listen. You big dummies. Y'all indict Trump? Oh, man. That was the worst thing you could have just done. Because now, now not only have you set the stage, you are about to see chaos. And not only that, um, you just gave everybody a reason to love Trump even more. And open the people's eyes even more. That, uh, oh man, are they screwed. And what a crazy day. You got an insurrection happening in Nashville for the because of the trans people. You got Biden up here laughing at people because of because of the shooter. Then you go on and die Trump. All I can say is bring the pain. Bring the pain. <laughs> There's going to be some pain. It's going to be in that part. It's going to be pretty funny to watch. But I want you to hear this. Now, Shemaine Nugent recorded this off the TV just a little bit ago and sent it over to me. And I'm grateful for that. So thank you, Shemaine. This is Tucker Carlson. Listen carefully to what he said. And then I'm going to dissect this. Now, listen to what he says. A Fox News alert for you. Reports indicate that Donald Trump will be fingerprinted, photographed, and possibly handcuffed. He has been told to surrender early next week in New York City. Obviously, this is a humiliation ritual. The question is, how do we respond as Americans who are trying to be decent and measured and keeping, as always, the interests of our children and our grandchildren in mind in the hope of continuing what we have, which is great. And Patriots, I'm not trying to douse the fire for those of you that are on fire with President Trump. I'm always going to take things from a measure of caution. 
And as I keep talking about, I'm going to stand in that place of the captain of the Lord of the Hosts army, which is kingdom, not in the middle of Lucifer's pendulum of right and left. What what Lucifer? (laughs) Tucker, you just got called Lucifer. Sorry about that. Maybe a slip of the tongue. Maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, what Tucker Carlson just said is very important. He said it just very offhandedly that this is a humiliation ritual. Those are very specific words. And in the Masonic order, a humiliation ritual is something that has to be done in order to gain power. Okay? What's happening right here is they're positioning President Trump to become literally one of the most powerful people in history, in the world. He is going to be run through this, and I've said this many times before, to be aware of this. The setup is to move him into where everybody looks at him and sees him as victim, and then he is resurrected, quite literally, in there before our very eyes as he then is this moment where he's indicted, he's humiliated. All of these things, in order to gain power in the Masonic orders, you have to go through a ritual of humiliation. So if Tucker is just using those words randomly, okay, but I don't find this to be random on anything we're watching. Now, let's look at the bigger picture of where things are going. We're sitting in a condition right now, right at the peak of one of the most massive collapses ever imagined of the dollar. We are dealing with a global attack and collapse of the dollar. Take a listen to this piece here about the position of the American dollar. Listen. Another country has just announced that they're ditching the U.S. dollar for trade. And here's why this impacts everyone. For almost 80 years now, America has enjoyed the power that's come with being the world's reserve currency. Not only that, but because most of the world's commodity trade is denominated in U.S. dollar, it's given the U.S. huge global economic power. To put it bluntly, if another country doesn't see eye to eye with the U.S., they have the power to unilaterally hit a country with sanctions, causing huge damage as far as throwing their economy into a recession. Look at this chart, for example. In 2011, the U.S. placed sanctions on Iran's oil industry, which massively dropped their exports for years. Sanctions were then lifted in 2015, and exports exploded, doing wonders for their economy, only to have them reinstated again in 2019, sending them crashing to new lows. And because the world heavily relies on the U.S. dollar, not many countries want to get on America's bad side and follow Iran. However, here's where things get interesting. Because Russia and China are now leading a growing amount of countries that desperately want an alternative. China and Brazil announced today that they'll be ditching the dollar and now will be trading in their own currency. Russia recently agreed to use yuan as their main reserve currency. Longtime arch rivals Saudi Arabia and Iran stunned the world when they announced that they were restoring diplomatic relations. A deal brokered by none other than China. India are making efforts to move away from the dollar. And China is even trying to convince Saudi Arabia to sell oil in yuan instead of U.S. dollar. Which if agreed to would be the biggest move yet. As a world reserve currency, the U.S. dollar isn't going anywhere soon. But if more and more of the world's trade is settled in other alternatives, we might just be witnessing the beginning of the end for America's global global influence. So the question is, do you think this would be a good or bad thing for the world? I've said many times, and I mean it, that the only way we're going to get through this is if the Federal Reserve note, which is not the U.S. dollar, it has to be destroyed for us to move forward. That's that's not even an option for us. It's a, that's a reality. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. And what is happening right now on a global scale, which is happening at a rate faster than anybody imagined, and I'm telling you this because I recently, in the last four weeks, spoke to and spoke a lot with one of the senior economists in, our, in the entire world, 
the man who was an advisor to Reagan and was also, and we, we sat in the evening and had a lot of conversations and also set up the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. He did not see this coming until very recently. This is how quickly this move has happened on a global level. Saudi Arabia today pivoted off of the dollar because they're now taking exchange in oil for with yuan. We talked earlier this week and last week with Kenya that's pivoted, and they have moved now into telling people openly that the dollar is going to be a lost currency. Remember, this is the Federal Reserve note that they're calling the dollar. It's worth nothing. It's just paper. You have a gold backing going on with the ruble, and you have gold right now that's making huge gains as people are dropping the dollar. So what you're seeing right now in a mass scale so there's a sell-off of the dollar and Bitcoin as people flush their money into into the into precious metals, and they're sweeping up precious metals as fast as they can. All of this is being set up simultaneously because we are in the Great Reset, and this is the illusion that we're being forced to admit or forced to play into. All of our eyes have been on the evil, maniacal, crazy, pedophile or regime of Biden and the Satanist Biden and all this other stuff. But there's a real sense of this, that there's a bit of a show going on here that we've been lured into watching. And I, as I keep saying over and over, it's not what they say, it's what they don't say. So when we get into this place of what are they not saying, no one is saying stop the vax. No one is saying openly at a federal level, state level, yes, but at a federal level, no one is saying stop trans surgeries on kids. No one is saying correct the poor education system of teaching critical race theory and all this other nonsense, queer theory and common core. No one's stopping that. So the children are still on their on their optics of being victimized and predatorized and prepared for groomers. That has remained the same. Nobody in this new Congress has tried to change that. The Hunter Biden laptop has come up on top again, but we've known about the Hunter Biden laptop for four years, three years now. So that's not news, though people, the way that the justification goes on is somehow it's news to the normies. Well, whatever. It's not news. It's noise is what it is because there's still no action on it. There's still no arrests. There's still no indictments. And the one thing that has been consistent about this whole thing is we have seen an increase in expenditures in the U.S. budget with it when there is no money. Take a listen to this pathetic exchange between Senator Kennedy and Yellen. It, it, this is Keep in mind that Yellen's supposed to be like head of the finance and supposed to be smart. Good luck on that. Madam Secretary, isn't it a fact that the president's proposed budget for next fiscal year is a half a trillion dollars more than this fiscal year? That he, on this spending side? Yes. That's what a budget is. Yeah. It, it is about, about $400 billion. It's about $500 more billion dollars more, right? About that. Um, isn't it a fact that the president's proposed budget proposes $4.7 trillion in new taxes? It does It does propose significant additional taxes, yes. $4.7 trillion? 
Something like that, yes. Oh, my gosh. This, you know, there's a great quote, this same economist that I had a conversation with, um, is just pointed out that we have to be careful in how we draw conclusions. And my part of that is that I'm taking this from this conversation that we had is that we have to be careful how we draw conclusions. And I'm telling you because these people are dumber than we think. We give them too much credit. We literally give these people credit for being smart in the position, and we don't give ourselves credit for being smarter than the retards that are running the, the circus. We have some really dumb people. And when you have dumb people, you can draw some really amazing conclusions like great conspiracy theories because you cannot possibly imagine how stupid some of these people are because it doesn't make sense. They're at a high level. They've got an education. I'll, I'll tell you, the benefits of inbreeding is it guarantees that the elites are going to be retarded at some point. And I think we're kind of at the end of the road for many of these folks. But we're in a real interesting crisis right now. In, in this time. And it all things are hitting at once. The dollar is tanking with 70% of the countries holding them are getting rid of it. So 70% of the countries holding the dollars are dumping dollars. And here's the other thing that's important to keep in mind. As this is happening, there's an outstanding debt that's owed to the U.S. And don't expect that debt to be paid which is only going to accelerate the fall of the dollar. Now, Japan is the largest holder of U.S. debt, the largest holder. And they're screaming bloody murder right now about trying to rush the CBDC into effect. That should tell you a lot because if they're panicked about what they're holding and the CBDC isn't ready to roll out, they know that this could be an absolute destruction to their economy. In the meantime, BRICS is expanding and moving out. Now, you're not going to eliminate the dollar overnight, but the, the impact on us is phenomenal. And I keep going back to what people are not saying. Nobody, I mean, I've, I've heard plenty about how from President Trump about how he's victimized and how he's the one that they're targeting because he's trying to protect us. Cool, got it. Thanks, Mr. President. I would sure love to hear once in our life, hear about patriots, please prepare Get your money into gold and silver and prep yourself in case of a, of this uh, financial and economic storm you're about to walk into. Nobody is caring enough about us to speak that. And I, I'm not talking about collectively as a group. I'm talking about senior leaders are not talking to America about this same thing. And they're going to give you a half dozen excuses. Barclays today announced that they, and a second wave of bank runs, runs has started. People are, depositors are waking up to the fact that the dollars are not worth much. This is going to get ugly fast. And as the more that this begins to slide and people become aware of it, they are going to be going into banks and asking for their money. But here's the reality. The banks are not required to hold back any reserve anymore. So if you have 10 people walk in all of a sudden and say, I want all my money, the bank may not have all the money for those 10 people, depending on how much it is. It's been loaned out. They've created, this is the fractional reserve currency garbage that we're doing. This is how they create money out of nothing. You loan them your money. They take it and tell you that it's now theirs. You can't get it back until they're ready to give it to you. They give you a small percentage or no percentage return on your money, but you've loaned it to them. You're funding them. And in the process, 
what they're doing is they're going out and creating money out of nothing. They take your $10. They're supposed to keep 10% back. They don't even have to do that under the new banking rules. And so they loan it out 10 different times. And suddenly, and then they charge a high interest rate on it. So they have literally taken your money, used it 10 times, and charged interest on it 10 times, and making hand over fist money while you get pittance or nothing in return. Go in and ask for your money, and they're going to start putting a clamp on it. I mean, there's a note, a note today that's very interesting, and this came out in Daily Mail, that a major Australian bank has ended cash withdrawals from its branches. And it's basically talking about the end of paper note, what they call paper note looms, which looms, or I'm sorry, paper note looms, the, the looming end of the paper note. It looms is the Canadian coin, not the Australian. And the, it's the ANZ Bank is cutting back on all services and some banks will no longer carry physical cash and said only 8% of the customers will be able to use the banks. The banks are being torn apart and consolidated. This is the big move by the Fed. Now, for those of you that have followed Q, you will remember Q said that the Fed would not be destroyed. It would be restructured. Here's the thing about the whole Q stuff, and you've heard me say it before. Whether Q is right or wrong is irrelevant. We're supposed to trust a plan that we know nothing about. And everything about this plan so far, and by the way, for those of you that are in the trusting of the plan, tell me what the currency is supposed to be because we've never been told. And everything lining up is that we are supposed to be force-fed a CBDC. I guarantee you they are rolling that out. That is not even a question. And with the CBDC, the first steps of that is a federal pay system. That's called the Fed Now. And the Fed now instant payment system is being set up to, de to deploy in July. But the economy may not even make it that far before they have to roll out a CBDC. They've been testing all sorts of payment processes. They've been, JP Morgan has been testing a new facial recognition and palm recognition process. With the new AI systems being put in, they will have the ability to consolidate and totally map out all your biometrics into a singular file that is known to be you. You lose all control of who you are. If you use, by the way, I hope you don't, but if you use a fingerprint access on your phone or you use a facial recognition on your phone, those print IDs are now owned by the companies you're using. So my point of all this is they have been slowly walking this in so they can create a dramatic event. Where does Trump come in? It's critical right now. At a very critical moment when the economy is on the verge of completely collapsing, President Trump is indicted. And as the economy tilts and is ready to fall, the focus is going to go to a sham trial that's going to go on, which we all know is sham. Stormy Daniels already admitted that she, just, she didn't even tell the truth on her affidavit. This whole thing is going to be thrown out. And so as... The eyes go there. People are not paying attention to what the bigger issue is, which is the global economy shift. The hegemony of the U.S. dollar is falling, and the ripple effects and backlash on us are going to be astronomical. California right now has $800 billion in promises of payouts for rep retribution or whatever they call it, compensation for the fact that you're a, a racial minority in simple terms. They don't have any money to pay it. That's going to be an interesting one. 
You have all these people walking around going, hey, I, I'm supposed to get $230,000. Hey, I'm supposed to get $5 million. Hey, I'm supposed to get X. And there's no money to pay it. I don't know how they're going to get out of this one. It's going to be interesting to watch. And so where we're going to end up with is this wave and wave of continued broken promises and continued degradation of the system. And we're in that wave now. Don't think that this is going to be an easy ride. This is why we've talked so much about the importance of literally hang, getting prepared. Now, I'm going to play a piece here by Rickerts. If you don't know who the economist Rickerts is, please check him out. He's awesome. But listen to this narration on the coming reset. This is really heavy. Listen. You're at the gas station filling up your ride. You head into the store to pay. $77, please, says the cashier. You pull out $80 in cash and slap it on the counter. Sorry, sir, no cash. We only take cards from now on. With a grumble, you pull out your debit card and swipe it. Thank you, sir. Just so you know, a note on your credit says you're almost up to your $80 limit in gas for the week. You're getting close to your government allotted carbon emissions for the month. Walking out of the store, you wonder what the heck he was talking about. You drive to your next errand. Along the way, you notice a long line in front of an ATM machine. You stop to check it out. People are walking away from the ATM in frustration. You stop and ask what's going on. Oh, those machines. They stopped giving out cash. You were told. Now you feel that little twinge of fear in your gut. You know the feeling? You knew things were getting bad, but surely things were not that bad. You check your phone. No wars, no terrorist attacks, no hurricanes or earthquakes. Still, something's up. It's getting weird out there fast. You head inside the grocery store to pick up dinner. As you head into the store, you notice long lines at the checkout counters. Anger is in the air, the smell of panic. A woman grabs your arm. They say card only, but my card isn't working. Nobody is taking cash, and they're running out of food. You turn around and head out. In the parking lot, you send a text to your friend. He's one of those political gun nut types, so maybe he's going to have some insight to share. Things are getting scary. I went to the sporting goods store to buy some supplies and ammo. They're telling me that based on my Google search history and the websites I visited, I can't buy anything, even with cash. I checked my account and I have plenty of money, but they won't let me spend it. They're saying I'm flagged as a threat. You text a few more of your friends. One says his business can no longer take payments from customers. He wonders if it's because he donated to that Freedom for America protest. Heart sinking, you remember all those donations you made recently. Another friend urgently texts you. None of her cards work either. Her online payments are not going through and her rent is due. You feel yourself starting to sweat. Tomorrow is the end of the month. You have a bunch of bills due. Another friend says he's hearing about violence in the streets, people smashing and grabbing whatever they can, banks locking their doors on customers. Your mind races. Some sort of system-wide banking crash, you suspect. You rush home. It's okay, you tell yourself. You're prepared. You've got a couple thousand in cash under the mattress. Plus, you've got your savings account and your 401k nest egg. You check your banking app on your phone. You are greeted with the following message. Dear customer, please be advised certain purchases may be limited or not be permitted according to federal law. All our ATMs and branches are currently shut down until further notice. If you wish to speak with one of our representatives, please be aware we are experiencing higher than normal call volume and wait times will be longer than expected. Thank you and have a nice day. You turn on the TV to get the news. 
Images flash on your screen of long lines at supermarkets and gas stations. Stock market indices in the red. Riot police, National Guardsmen in the streets. The news anger is nodding his head solemnly. Today, the White House directed banks and other financial institutions to stop doing business with thousands of Americans, freezing their personal bank accounts. Palms sweating, you switch to the financial channel. Chaos on Wall Street today, after Congress authorized another round of stimulus payments directly into the spending accounts of every American. A move critics say will only increase inflationary pressures as prices spin out of control. You flip again. Violent protests continue to spread from the cities into the suburbs in the wake of record unemployment and reports of enforced rationing of electricity and natural gas. In the distance you hear sirens, breaking glass. Are those gunshots? It's been a hell of a day. It's going to be a long night. Make no mistake, C-Day will change your financial life forever. Yes, it will. Patriots, here's the deal. This big change is going to come, and whether we like it or not, there's no stopping their desire, their decision that they need a digital currency on a global scale. And this is always going to be a problem. When they move us into a digital currency, I don't care what the promises are they make with it, that somehow like, you're going to hear all sorts of things. You're going to hear the first one out is going to be a CBDC. They're going to try to get you into that. We already know about the CBDC. It's a programmable digital currency. It will control and be able to control every purchase you make. You won't have any choice. The transition to that, though, is going to be brutal. What most people don't realize right now is that 401ks, pensions, bank money itself, the tangible money, there is not enough in the system. The system's bankrupt. In fact, it's said that next week we're going to be bankrupt as a nation with $33 trillion in debt. Interesting number how that keeps coming up, by the way. Another one of those Masonic things. So we are looking at a critical moment in our history that has been engineered. We have been part of a big film. And when you, if the one thing that's right about Q would be that we're watching a movie, no kidding, we've been in the movie. So with that, don't get wrapped up into the emotions of the politics and the plays that are going on. They're trying to keep your eyes away from what's really happening. And the fact is that this government is illegal. Let's be clear. We live in a country that is occupied by a corporate entity known as the Corporation of the United States. That entity was set up somewhere around 1871. And it has been able to create a supra government on top of the Constitution. Meaning that they created a legislative rule of law over the top of us that has no relevance to the Constitution. And they've played this long game for a long, for obviously for a lot of years. Right now, that system is at the point of breaking, and they know that they're being exposed. And the only way we're going to get forward with this is to become smart and knowledgeable on our Constitution. And that means we have got to get our feet on the ground and focusing on what we're doing in our counties. The only way that we are going to ultimately win this is county by county resetting this thing. And it's an important perspective because the only true authority in the nation, legal law authority, is the sheriff. That's the only constitutional law authority we have. So as we start to see the federal cascade into breaking down, it's like watching the Tower of Babylon fall and all the antics that are going on up here at a federal level. Ask yourself a simple question. 
How does the, the arrest of President Donald J. Trump or indictment affect you on a daily basis? The answer is effectively, it doesn't. How does Biden's antics affect you on a daily basis? Effectively, it doesn't. What does affect your life on a daily basis is how you're going to transact in your county when you go to buy food, when you go to buy gas, and when you have to function in an area that is your home. The person that can help administer all of that is the sheriff and your county commissions. That's an, a fact. So our emphasis, as I have talked about now for well over three years, has to be local by local and county by county. The Constitution in itself, as was said by Chris Ann Hall when she was on the show, is not an animate, it's an inanimate object. It can't die unless we abandon it. And then it just is abandoned. It doesn't physically die. When we talk about things like the NDAA, we talk about the Patriot Act, we talked about Act of 1871, we talk about all the things done like the Social Security Act, the Federal Reserve, taxes with the IRS, all of those things were created by an occupying force, which is a corporation that if you look at how COVID worked, which is so important, everything that they did was through corporate entities. Your state is a corporate entity. Some of your cities are corporate entities. In, some, in fact, some counties are corporate entities. Jacksonville is one of those in Florida. They worked through corporate partners. That's how they were able to bypass the Constitution. The Constitution has been as valid as ever. We just haven't enforced it. And the critical thing about the Constitution is the word we, the people. That piece there establishes the power of where the Constitution comes from. Not individuals. doesn't say I. It says we, and there's no I in we. And that's the hard part about all of this is getting people to wake up. That's the critical piece. And as I talked about a couple nights ago, the critical document to all of that, which is overarching to everything, is the Declaration of Independence. Because the Declaration of Independence establishes where we get our rights from. It doesn't come from legislative law. It doesn't matter whether it's admiralty law or law of the, law of the sea. The fact of the matter is that our, our rights were given to us by God, which supersedes everything. We just have not stepped into that knowledge and enforced it. So all of these other navigations in and around the legal system are effectively irrelevant because our rights come from God and nobody can take it away from us. Nobody. Period. The trick is it's not an individual action. It is a we the people action. So right now, this is getting to be very critical when we talk about these things because they are rolling out a federal system and people are following the wave of this and it's coming out of an illegal occupied agency. It is known as the Corporation of the United States. It is illegal in this country. It is not even a real government. And they use the term democracy for a reason because democracy is part of their illegal occupation. We are not a democracy. We are a representative republic. Our founding fathers detested democracy. So our position right now, when we step back from this pendulum, this what I call the Luciferian pendulum, we're staying out of their way of this retarded back and forth that they're doing between dark and light and all this other stuff because they're playing politics under the umbrella of an illegal occupying agency. It is the Corporation of the United States of America, which is about ready to go bankrupt. And they know it, 
and they're scrambling to do anything they can to secure that power. And the way they want to secure that power is through the CBDC. So take a listen to this scenario. This is not a new piece. This was done some time ago, but it has a really good insight into what the CBDC brings into your life when it gets occupied or it gets put in place along with a social credit score. Take a listen. Pizza Palace, guaranteed hot in 30 minutes or it's free. This is Mary. May I take your order? Hi, uh, Mary. Yes, I'd like to order. This is Mr. Kelly? Uh, yes. Thank you for calling again, sir. I share your national identification number is 610-204-9998-45-54610. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Thank you, Mr. Kelly. I see you live at 736 Montrose Corp, but you're calling from your cell phone. Are you at home? I'm just leaving work, but I'm... Oh, we can deliver to Bob's Auto Supply. That's at 175 Lincoln Avenue, yes? No, I'm on my way home. How do you know all this stuff? We just got wired into the system, sir. Oh, well, I'd like to order a couple of your double meat special pizzas. Sure thing. There'll be a new $20 charge for those, sir. What do you mean? Sir, the system shows me that your medical records indicate that you have high blood pressure and extremely high cholesterol. Luckily, we have a new agreement with your national health care provider that allows us to sell you double meat pies as long as you agree to waive all future claims of liability. What? Do you agree, sir? You can sign the form when we deliver, but there is a charge for processing. The total is $67 even. $67? Well, that includes the delivery surcharge of $15 to cover the added risk to our driver of traveling through an orange zone. I live in an orange zone? Now you do. Looks like there was another robbery on Montrose yesterday. Hmm. You could save $48 if you ordered our special Sprout Submarine Combo and picked it up yourself. Comes with tofu sticks. Those are very tasty, sir. Good value, too. But I want double meat. Well, I'm sure you can afford the $67, then. You just bought those tickets to Hawaii. They weren't cheap, eh? Oh, but I see you checked out the budget beach bum at the library last week. Hmm. Up to you, sir. All right, all right. I'll get the sprout subs. Good choice, sir. Gotta watch that waist if you're hitting the beach, eh? It's 42 inches. Wow. Man, I'd say tofu and sprouts is, like, required. That's how much? Just between you and me, there's a $3 off coupon in this month's Total Men's Fitness magazine. Your wife Betty subscribes to that, right? Anyhow, clip that and it's $19.99 even. Whoa, looks like you maxed out on all your credit cards. Bring cash, okay? There you go. And then they don't accept cash. How's that? This is the type of world we're walking into that they're forcing upon us. There's a lot of talk, and you'll hear a lot of talk. And I've talked a lot about the Act of 1871. And they did, apparently, we, though I have yet to see the original document that anybody can prove that the Act of 1871 actually did rewrite the Constitution. But here's the fact. It's an illegal document. That's what Chris Ann Hall was saying a number of years ago, or a number of days ago when she was on the show. It's illegal. It doesn't matter whether it was passed or not passed. It's illegal. It's against the Constitution. They just slipped it in and they convinced us to follow their legislative law. We don't need to change our status as Americans. We need to focus purely on enforcing the Constitution, period. All this stuff, like when you hear somebody say, well, your mother was a witness, that's why she signed the beer certificate and you become a bill of lading and you become part of a traded thing. Who's going to control me if I say no? There's a defiance piece that has to come back in the fire of the patriot. Nobody owns you unless you let them own you. Nobody takes away your rights that God gave you unless you allow it. It's that simple. And when we, the people, mobilize to understand where we're at, none of this is effective to control us anymore. They know this. This is one of the reasons they're panicked, because as the awakening happens, nobody is complying. Compliance within the system is the problem. Defiance is the rule. And once you begin to defy, then they don't have control. 
one of the great center points of, of union or unity of, of reaction in the Revolutionary War was the taxes. Taxation without representation. Tax collectors were actually taken out and had tar and feather, hot tar and feathers put on them. A statement was people were just not going to comply. And there was nothing that they could do about that. It didn't change their status as being British citizens at that time or colonists within the British system. They simply didn't comply to paying taxes. The system can't sustain noncompliance. That's why it uses all of these other things. It creates this super government, super government on top of everything. And you follow along that line, believing in this government, thinking it's your constitution. It's not. It's a lie. So just pivot back to the original Constitution and understand, starting with the Declaration of Independence, where your sovereign rights come from. They come from God. Nobody can give that away, take that away from you. Nobody can take it away from you unless you allow it. And when we start into a period of chaos, it is going to, make a, it is going to be significant. Because I'll tell you, if they go into martial law, which is not improbable, you better know your constitutional rights. Because it doesn't matter at that point in time whether you have, and, and let me be very clear about something. I have no beef with anybody that's done American national or state national, none. It's a heroic move to try to understand the system better, and there's been a ton of research done there. But on a bigger scope of things, it, it's not a solving the problem of we the people. We the people have a constitution, and when we enforce this constitution, we reset this thing by force of numbers. And that's the whole, whole point here. So if you end up in a situation where you are going to start trying to enforce individual actions in a martial law situation, it ain't going to fly. Our system's collapsing. We need to pivot back to an understanding and a foundation in the Constitution. It's that simple. And if we don't grab that, they're going to ramrod a system with a social credit score and a CBDC on top of us and they're going to get people to follow their illegal government. It's an occupying government, which is a corporation. That's how they've done this from the beginning. Take a listen to this. Someone I love once said, if we stuck to the Constitution as written, we would have no federal meddling in our schools, no Federal Reserve, no U.S. membership in the U.N., no gun control, no foreign aid. We would have no welfare for big corporations or handouts to the poor, no American troops in 120 foreign nations, no NAFTA, no GATT, no Fast Track, and certainly now no NATO. We would have no arrogant federal judges usurping states' rights, no attacks on private property, no income tax. We could get rid of most of those agencies, they're unconstitutional anyway, and most of the budget and the government will be the small, frugal, limited government it was meant to be by our founders. And there you have it. It's us deciding that we want to enforce the Constitution, and in this point in time, it's never been more important. Our government is an illegal government. It can be a tyranny because it's a corporation that is giving us rights, not, uh, not God's rights that we were given. They have convinced the people through an actions that they have done by taking over the government, which takes us back to the Civil War, the Act of 1871. The Rockefellers then investing into the education funds and rewriting education so people become dumbed down and don't even know their constitution, taking out civics, not teaching what it is to be sovereign in this country, not teaching what it is to be a republic, changing those words into being a democracy, which is a lie. 
And all of these things step by step, making it where people feel disempowered and that this government is the loyalty which we should give. It is not. This country was set up following the, the steps of this, first with the Declaration of Independence, which established moral law over everything. The moral law established that God was on the throne above this nation, that we were subordinate to him and government was subordinate to the wills of the people, not the other way around. And so as we have been slowly moved away from that position, our government has replaced the seat the seat where God sat, and it's saying that we need to worship it. That's the corporation that's illegally occupying this country, and it needs to go. And we, the people, need to pivot back to, a, to an enforcement of the Constitution, which are God-given rights. Nobody takes them away. And if they tell you that we've done this because you have a birth certificate, if you've done this, they're lying. They have no authority over you, none. Because we are not walking in their world. We are not of this world. We are literally of kingdom. And when we get that, in that intention in our head, things really begin to change on a mass level. We are in the middle of a great reset. The question is, which way do the people go? If we follow the corporate model, we'll end up with a CBDC and forever enslavement in the digital space. If we follow our sovereign right and we, what God gave us, and that means an, it's going to be a difficult transition and it will be a forced function to make their system not apply to us, we will not comply, then we are going to reset this country back to what we were given, which was a country built on we the people with God on the throne above us. Let's pray. Father God, we are here tonight humbly. We thank you for all that you bring. We thank you for the blessings of the time we're in, and we thank you for the awakening that continues to move across this nation to make people aware of the, one, the urgency of the moment, and two, of the true rights and power which we were given. Too much has happened to move conversations away from the principal fact, Lord, that you gave us sovereign rights in this nation. You gave us the rights that only you can revoke. And so we pray this evening that people will start to realize the magnitude of that gift and that blessing. Our rights come from you, not from man, not from institutions of man, and not from governments. For you sit on the throne above us all, and we sit at your feet, humbled, given the rights as sovereigns of this land to then choose a government that will reflect our wishes and our wills, which means we all have a voice like in the body of Christ. And our, all voices are important as we as a republic choose our representatives to represent those views, not government dictating to us. So, Father, in this critical moment when so much is happening and so many emotions are flying and this pendulum of Lucifer is swinging from left to right, Grant us the clarity and the wisdom to step outside of that place, put our feet purely on holy ground, as the captain of the Lord of Hosts army did, to remind us that we are not of this world, but we are participant in and representatives of, as children of you, Lord. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots, one last thing. We had a pretty heavy prayer today that um, I'm going to read to you, and I'm gonna, we're going to do one more prayer before we close. 
Um, today, we got a notice on a, uh, a really bad situation. It was a family that lived next door to one of our B-dads that had four children. The oldest was five and the youngest was age one. And as they write this, it says, this is so hard to type. Their grandmother had all four children in the car riding, and there was a wreck. The grandmother was killed instantly and declared dead on the scene. All four children were life flighted to the hospital in Huntsville. And the follow-up of this was from the mother, uh, Chrissy DeVito. It says, pre Please pray for my, my babies, but say a special prayer for Grayson. He's not good. Grayson was one years old. The doctors say it will take a miracle. So please join me in one more prayer this evening for just that miracle. Father God, we're praying this evening for these four children who were involved in an accident that was not of their doing. And we simply ask for a prayer of miracle of healing that this family will receive the blessings and these children will receive the blessings of the blood of Christ to heal them, especially a special prayer for Grayson who seems to be in such critical condition. We pray for them. We pray for this family. We pray for their strength and we pray for the continued blessings that you can provide them to get them through this difficult time and to provide the miracles that only you can deliver. And we say these things in Christ's name. Amen. All right, patriots, we've got a lot ahead of us. Education and knowledge is essential to all of this, and our faith continues to be the strongest point we have. There's a lot of change out here, a lot of emotions. Don't let your emotions overtake you. Keep a clear head as we go forward. Keep your head on a swivel. There's going to be a lot of things happen quickly now. Things are unraveling, and they're unraveling fast. No matter how this goes, we knew this point was going to come because there's no way to escape out of this without the Babylonian system of control, which is the paper money of the Federal Reserve note going away. So we knew this, but how this goes now will be a great dependency on how we react, how we move, and the wisdom that we continue to carry forth into this world that's given to us by our Father. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us, he'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, Meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, 
that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 